Quality Living Made Simple Podcast, Episode 50. We made it! Welcome to Quality Living Made Simple. This is a podcast to help you create and maintain a quality life. We can do this by implementing simple tips, tools, and ideas. You can find out more at qualitylivingmadesimple.com. Now, here's your host, Joshua Rivers. All right, I'm so glad that you are joining us today to be able to celebrate the 50th episode of Quality Living Made Simple. Definitely excited to be able to celebrate that. And so the technical one-year anniversary was about a month ago, but... We're going ahead and celebrating it today anyway. And so today we have uh, a couple things planned. And so I want to go ahead and kind of do a review and recap over the previous 50 episodes. And so I went through and I gathered some clips from some of the previous episodes, some of the interviews I've done. And so I'm definitely excited to be able to share those. And so... I have listened to almost the entire back catalog here this last week or so, and so it was definitely a lot of listening, but it was uh, very good and very encouraging for me to be able to go back and listen to those episodes once again, and so uh, I actually probably made it through about 35 or so of them. And so I'm going to go ahead and uh, even after I'm done recording this over the next couple days I'll be going through and trying to finish listening through them again and so I'm definitely loving being able to go back through and to glean the information to glean the uh, tips and the advice that several of them have given and so definitely glad to be able to redo that kind of refresh my memory about the different things that we've talked about things that we've covered in the podcast And so there's some things that I had uh, actually kind of forgotten about. And so kind of remind me of some of the things that I had intended to do and I did not write them down or I lost what I wrote them down on and uh, didn't really follow through too much. And so try to come back and try to get back to some of those. And so try to put a little more focus on that here over the next uh, couple of weeks and months to be able to try to get some of that implemented. So definitely excited to be able to do that as well. And so... One of the first things I wanted to do was to um, cover just kind of an overview of the previous episodes. And as we go through there, I'm going to be sharing some clips about uh, from some of those different interviews. And so I definitely want to share those. And then after that, we're going to cover a question that was submitted to me. And so I wanted to go ahead and cover that as well during this. And so, again, it's a good reflection for myself, and then also kind of to re uh, clarify for you as well as far as the purpose of this podcast. And so, my purpose is still the same, and I definitely want to be able to continue that. I know uh, that uh, some of the interviews and some of the content may have kind of strayed a little bit, but overall, I do still believe that those can contribute to our overall quality of life. And so if we use it in the right way, at least. And so um, and so I know at least for me it does. Um, and so I'm hoping that um, you can be able to find things in your life that can be able to help improve your quality of life as well. So with that, the very first episode that we did was obviously just kind of introducing the podcast, introducing myself. And so in that, I gave what... My initial purpose was for starting it, my main focus, and so, um, which I'll be sharing more of that later, and so, just to kind of re-clarify what that is. The second episode was with Matt McWilliams, and he shared some things about the Thank You Revolution that he had started, and so we talked a lot about being grateful and uh, being able to express that by writing simple thank you uh, notes. And so, and just to let you know, um, next episode, uh, Matt McWilliams is going to be joining us again. And so I was able to talk to him again. And so he's going to bring some new things um, to light, kind of give us an update on 
Thank You Revolution. And then also we talk a lot about failure. So that's coming up next episode. Just kind of a little teaser for that. Uh, Episode number three was with Mark Sievercrop. And so I actually had several episodes with Mark Sievercrop, a total of four. And so he was in episode number three and then episode 17 and 18. And then he was also in, looks like episode 41. And so I was definitely glad to be able to uh, have that opportunity to be able to talk with him and actually outside of this podcast um, in some of the interviews or in some of the discussions we've had with him we did mention the fact that we have um, both been part of another podcast called the 24 podcast so where we talk about and share some things about the show 24 and so um, if you happen to be interested in that show and have not heard the podcast, I would definitely encourage you to be able to do that. Go to the24podcast.com and you can be able to uh, get some more information there. And then, uh, and so anyway, so we spend uh, almost uh, every week, um, actually it's about three three times a month um, or so that we uh, talk about 24 and then we normally have a couple other people that we um, do some episodes with as well. And so we kind of split it up a little bit. And so, uh, we, we definitely love being able to do that. And he came on this podcast and shared some great things. And so in episode number three, we talked about the importance of purpose in episode 17 and 18. We talked about, um, exercising and diet and some of the things. And so some of the struggles that we've had, uh, but also talking about some of the benefits and some of the techniques that we were trying at the time. And so, which um, obviously was a conviction to me because I had strayed away from that. And um, luckily here lately, I've been trying to get back onto that. In episode number four, I was able to talk to John Miller, John G. Miller. Um, He is also known as the QBQ guy. And so he wrote the book QBQ, Question Behind the Question. And that was definitely a great interview to be able to have with him. And so he was um, the first big name, uh, if you will, person that um, uh, said that he would come and be on the podcast for us. And that was actually even before we even launched the podcast. And so there were no episodes out there live yet at the time that we had done that interview. And so anyway, I do have a quick little segment here from that episode formulating these questions what we call the qbqs the question behind the question it is easy it's simply an exercise it's a mental game sit down with a pad and a pen and ask you know what have i been asking lately that leads me to victim thinking why can't i get a job okay take that question start it with what or how put the word i in there focus it on action what can i do today to call five new employers and then i tend to have accountability in my life. I tend to get moving. See, when I when I languish with victim thinking, I'm just in a swamp. And if you ever try to walk through a swamp, you know how bogged down we get. And victim thinking's swamp. So it can be done. It's simple. I won't say it's easy because that makes it sound trite, but I believe it's easier than most people think to start saying, you know what? No excuses. What can I do to change me today? And then the very next episode, I was able to talk to his daughter, his oldest daughter, Christine Lindine. And so when I talked with John, I was able to get his perspective as being the um, original author, if you will, of the QBQ. Um, And then they had written a sequel to that um, or a companion to that. And that is for QBQ for parent. Uh, or parenting the QBQ way, doing that off the top of my head. And so anyway, um, and so his daughter, Christine, actually, uh, Kristen actually helped to um, write some of that and kind of was involved in the process. She wrote the forward to that, I believe. And so I was able to talk to her and to be able to kind of get her insight and especially be able to get the insight of her from uh, the aspect of a child growing up with QBQ. And then now she is able to use the way that she grew up and the principles of QBQ as she tries to train her own little children as well. 
And so here's a little clip from that episode. Because at least in my experience, I was just around it all the time. So I vaguely remember my dad working another job selling management training in Minneapolis, St. Paul. I vaguely remember him quitting that job and saying, I'm going to go be a professional speaker. And then I vaguely remember him developing this concept called the question behind the question and teaching it to organizations and writing books. And I remember being in high school and helping him read through some of the book chapters and so I think it just was very organic in our family that QBQ was developed. My parents kind of were honing it and molding it, forming it while they were raising us. So it naturally was just kind of a symbiotic relationship where the two things were happening at the same time and probably feeding into each other. I think we were just raised this way. We were raised to to look at ourselves and say, what can I do to grow? How can I contribute I'm I'm a part of a big family, and so if each person is asking that better question of how can I make a difference today around the house or with my siblings, then family just works a lot better when when we're all able to practice personal accountability that way. So I'm just I'm really trying to make sure that you know if I even catch myself starting to complain, I shut my mouth because he is he hears that and he knows that and. And I want him to hear only good things coming from mom. And that, that's tough when the days drag on, especially in this winter in Wisconsin. So it was great to be able to talk with both of them. And then in episode number six, I was able to talk to Dave Stahoviak. And so I definitely enjoyed being able to talk with him. And uh, we've had correspondence uh, for about a year before, uh, or close to a year before, uh, he was on the podcast, and that we've had correspondence since then. He's asked uh, a couple times how the podcast is doing, and so, Dave, if you happen to be listening to this, I definitely thank you for the inspiration that you've given to me through the last couple years through your podcast, and that encouraged me on this podcast as well. And so, um, with uh, when I was talking with Dave, we talked about core values. Um, and then also intermixed with that, we talked a little bit about um, purpose, a little bit about um, mission, um, like a mission statement, and some different things related to those topics. And so definitely glad to be able to talk to him. Um, in episode number seven, I talked with Chris Licurdo. And so I've mentioned him several times on the podcast. In fact, I was able to talk to him twice and have two different interviews with him for this. And so, um, the first time there in episode number seven was talking about preparing for events. Cause at that time I was preparing to go to the entree leadership one day event. And, um, up until a year ago, he was working with Dave Ramsey and he was actually in charge of, or very involved with, um, putting on a lot of the entree leadership events. And so I figured that if there was someone that would know the best way to be able to prepare for that would be him. And so he shared some uh, great advice for preparing to go to events. Um, Obviously, specifically in mind, I had about the entree leadership, but then also for any other event or conference that you may decide to go to. And so if you happen to be preparing for going to an event here in the near future, and you like some tips on being able to maximize your um, efforts in that. I would definitely encourage you to listen to that episode. Then in episode number eight, I talked about reaching for your potential. And so um, looking for the fact or looking at the fact that uh, none of us have reached the potential that God has intended for us. And so that was a solo show. That was actually my first solo show since the um the introduction the very first one and so i was able to have uh six great interviews before going solo and of course i've had many solo episodes since then in episode number nine i was able to have a conversation with kent sanders and he shared some things about how to simplify our life with evernote and so i was just getting started with evernote myself and just wanting to try to learn a little bit more and felt that it was very pertinent to other people as well. And so um, also Kent Sanders uh, came back again and uh, shared some things with us 
And he has actually also um, launched a new product related to Evernote, and that is called the Take Note System. And with that, a, he has put together a series of videos and uh, written tutorials for being able to utilize Evernote and be able to maximize the um, effectiveness that you can be able to use with that. And so um, I would definitely highly endorse that. And so there'll be a link in the show notes to be able to get a hold of that as well. Then in episode number 10 was another solo show. It was kind of a wrap up after my entree leadership event. And so, and I talked about there about taking action. And so not just passively listening or reading or participating um, in different things, but to actually get out there and do something with some of the different things. And so, cause I have um, a history and a tendency to just kind of be a little more passive in those kind of things, uh, kind of getting stuck in um, information overload, if you will, or analysis paralysis, always trying to dig a little bit deeper, get some more information and doing more research and so forth um, and not taking action. And so it was kind of encouragement to myself to take action and then also to try to turn around and encourage you to take action as well. In episode number 11, I was able to have an interview with Dan Miller. And so definitely excited to be able to talk with him. And uh, as we talked with him, we talked a little bit about two of his books, 48 Days of the Work You Love, and also Wisdom Meets Passion. And so we were able to uh, talk a little bit about several aspects of those different books and his thoughts about doing work you love and pursuing that. In episode number 12, we talked a little bit about procrastination. And so I had found a book that I had um, started reading about understanding why we uh, procrastinate. And then um, from there, being able to learn how we can be able to um, overcome that. In episode number 13, I talked about facing risk in your life. And so specifically regards to doing a new business. And so, um, of course I've been working on trying to start a business and especially back then there was definitely, um, a lot more risk that I was looking at. And so I also had shared some things from John Acuff's book quitter. And so talked about, um, risk there. And of course, if we're going to do anything of significance, they're going to, there's going to be a level of risk involved in that. And so, of course, uh, the wise thing to do would be to try to do what we can to minimize the risk. But there has to come a point to where we launch. Um, and when we do, there is going to be some element of risk there. And then in episode number 14, um, it was the aftermath of some tornadoes that came through Oklahoma and devastated um, some of the towns um, near Oklahoma City. And so... I kind of did some self-reflection and so kind of shared some of the thoughts there regarding what was really important. And so when you have a disaster that comes through like that and um, hundreds of homes or maybe even thousands of homes were destroyed and businesses were destroyed and it just kind of put a new perspective on some different things that took place. Then in episode number 15, I kind of did a review of how my goals were going in 2013, and then also to try to turn that around and some of the things that we can be able to do to um, work on our goals a little bit more, and I did some fine-tuning of my goals as well. In episode number 16, I was able to talk to Eric Fisher, and so it was actually the first of two episodes that I had with him, two interviews. And so uh, the first one here was about simplifying your social media. And so he shared some insight that he had regarding the different social media outlets and networks that were out there and some of his um, suggestions for where to start, which the number one pick for him that would he would said that would be good for everyone would be LinkedIn. Because um, it's basically an online um, resume. And so uh, it was something there that 
we can be able to have out there and help us to be able to network and be able to connect and be able to, um, especially in regards to work and careers and things like that. And so he said that would be a number one choice. So even if you feel secure in the job that you have, you never know when something might turn around and you may need to tap into a network to be able to try to get your next job. And so, or maybe you can just tap into your network to be able to get a better job or better opportunities or something like that. And so that would be a great one there. And of course, you talked about Twitter and Facebook um, a little bit there and some of the different purposes and some of the things we can be able to utilize social media for to be able to help improve our life. And of course, he emphasized the fact that it's um, not the tool itself, but to try to figure out what we need the tool to do. And so that was a good reminder for myself as well to be able to reflect on what I need to do. The next time that I was able to talk with him, we were talking about goals. And so um, some goals and also productivity. And so because he is the host of the podcast Beyond the To-Do List, and he talks about the people behind the productivity And so he has some great um, insights that he's been able to gather from doing all those different interviews. I believe at the time that we did the recording, he had 40 some episodes recorded already and he was approaching his 50th. Um, Now he is uh, definitely past 50. Um, I can't remember his latest one at this point. Um, But anyway, so he's long past that. But he was able to share some insight and I do have a clip from that episode as well. You need to feel like you're making progress towards the things that you want in life or the things that you're supposed to be doing in life. And so if you don't know what, if you don't take the time to figure out what those are first, which there's where the first book comes in, then you don't really know how to really focus in and and do the things and spend the time the right way. And so... Yeah, it it can be for people that feel stuck. I would suggest you know you've got to sit and one. I mean, grab the book. I don't. I don't. I guess I don't mind saying that over and over again because I really do think that it really does jar loose some of the stagnation that people have often found themselves in. It's it's not just going to inspire you. I mean, there's there's a ton of homework and instruction that. You know, it's not us telling you what to do. It's us telling you, hey, think about this. Okay, now think about this. Now do this. And you discover your, you discovering your own personal answers to those questions about what it is you want to do and what it is that you have responsibility to do and how you mesh the two of those together and, and really find, you know, your calling in life and then move forward from that. That's where the, the next two books pick up is time and energy and then focus and distractions, which are all, you know, traps and <laughs> for all, for all of us, we'll, we'll get to those. And then I already mentioned episode 17 and 18, talking with Mark Sievercrop about exercising and diet. In episode 18, I talked about some simple tips for blogging and podcasting. And so just kind of sharing my own burden and experience, both in Um, listening to podcasts and reading blogs, and then also partaking as a content creator for both of those platforms as well. And so shared several things there that I think are beneficial. And I do plan on in the future, uh, probably the near future, uh, taking some of those things there and expanding them, uh, especially in light of my uh, business. And so want to try to create some things um, that can be able to be a better platform to be able to help other people in those areas as well. In episode number um, 20, I talked with Jared Latigo, and so he had a book um, that he had written, and he talked about making connections. And so um, definitely some key insights there about connections and growing relationships and so forth like that, especially as a business marketer um, aspect And so we did that, but then also we also talked about the um, website that he had um, started there called the Book Launch Place, which I had, uh, this is one of those things that I had totally forgotten about. Um, When I had recently published my um, ebook, uh, Leave Nothing Undone, my original plan was to um, launch it there. And so 
I had totally forgotten about that and didn't utilize that platform. And so I'm actually planning on uh, doing some revisions and uh, kind of doing a second launch. And I'll be utilizing that platform um, when I do that. Episode number 21, I was able to get a Spitfire interview with John Acuff. And so he was pressed for time because he had to leave for um, the airport uh, to be able to jump on a plane and go fly off uh, somewhere for a speaking engagement. And so we didn't have a whole lot of time, but he did take um, some time to be able to answer several questions that were submitted and several questions that I had as well. And so here is part of that interview. Well, I mean, a big part of it is is making what I call action payments. Um, when you're married to a dreamer, you're tired of hearing their words or what they're going to do someday. Um, someday I'll write a book. Someday I'll start a business. Someday, someday, someday. What spouses really like to see is when you have some actions. When you go, you know what? I'm going to watch less TV this week. I'm going to get up earlier this week. I'm going to, you know, budget my money. They they really want to see your actions. Um, you know, well done is better than well said. And so that's one of the biggest things you can do with your spouse is to give them some actions where it's easy for them to see that you're actually working on things. And then uh, right back to back, I was able to get an interview with Pat Flynn in episode number 22. And so I was definitely excited to be able to talk with him. We actually had a little bit of a difficult time trying to uh, work out a time to be able to talk. And so we are two hours apart and then we have different schedules. And so um, it was very unique trying to make our schedules work um, that would work for us. And so... I was definitely excited to be able to talk with him, and he shared several things there, especially regarding having a um, home and work-life balance, uh, which he confessed that he was still in the process of working on, and so it's always a constant um, thing that needs to be worked on. And so, But he shared several great insights, and so I'm going to go ahead and just share a little bit of that here. You know, what came out of that was actually creating a schedule. So even though everybody always talks about, you know, break away from the nine to five, escape the nine to five job, you still need some sort of schedule because if you're not on a schedule, you don't know and you can't turn your brain off uh, when when it's work time and, and when it's not work time. So, I mean, my schedule has changed over time for a while. It was almost close to nine to five when it was just my wife and I. But then we had kids and kids just throw schedules off <laughs> like crazy. Um, so we almost have to create a new schedule every week. But typically what happens now is. You know, I'll wake up with the kids and I'll let my wife sleep in because, you know, she just has the hardest job in the world as a stay-at-home mom, especially with our two kids. So I let her sleep in and I play, I get playtime with the kids in the morning and then I work between 1 and 4 p.m. after she takes the kids after lunch. And then once the kids are down in the evening, that's when I really get cranking on the work. And I actually most of my work I do, if I need to do work, um, is between 9 and 1 a.m., so most of my work is done at night, and I also understand that that's actually when I'm the most focused. That's when I write my, my best. That's when I'm the most creative. And so I'm just sort of listening to my own body and, 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 and doing things when I should be doing them, and that takes a little bit of practice and understanding. Then in episode number 23, I was able to talk to Joel Fortner, who has joined up with Chris Licurdo in his company. And so Joel Fortner does a lot with marketing. And so I was definitely glad to be able to talk with him. And so I've had a lot of um, offline interaction or um, excuse me, online interaction with him. I haven't been offline yet. Um, he did actually help me a little bit with some marketing of my own um, last year. So I was definitely thankful for that. And so I would definitely promote um, his services as well. So if you ever need to have any kind of uh, help with marketing, want to get some perspective on that, you can visit his website at getservekeep.com. And so um, you can be able to do that. In episode number 24, I talked with Scott Barlow. And so he was uh, someone that was introduced to me by uh, Mark Sievercrop. And so he and Mark were working together to start Happen to Your Career. And so at that time, they had not launched the podcast yet. They were doing an Indiegogo campaign to try to raise some funds to be able to 
um, get that started and some of the other projects related to it. And so uh, they got that podcast going, I believe it was in August, and they've been going strong since, and they've had a lot of great interviews. And so I would definitely recommend going to and listening to the uh, Happen to Your Career podcast. And uh, in here in just a couple weeks, we'll have Scott Barlow back on again uh, to kind of share some updates and to be able to share some new insight. And so definitely excited to be able to share that as well. In episode number 25, talked about getting a boost in your personal growth. And so, of course, that's kind of an underlying theme through this podcast is having that personal growth. And so I shared several things there about getting a boost in that. And so I shared some different resources there by uh, John Maxwell, John Miller, um, and also Stephen Covey. Then in episode number 27, we celebrated the six-month anniversary. And so I was definitely very thankful for being able to make that milestone. In episode number 28, I got to talk to John Lee Dumas. And um, that was definitely exciting to be able to talk to him. And so he is the host of the Entrepreneur on Fire podcast. And they are over 500 episodes. That is a daily podcast, Monday through Sunday, seven days a week uh, podcast that they uh, put out. And so um, him and his team. And so definitely excited to be able to talk to him at that point. And then uh, episode 29 um, is that episode there with... Eric Fisher, where we talked about um, productivity and we talked about the book regarding goals. Then in episode number 30, I talked to the co-author of that book, which was Jim Woods. And so we talked about simplifying your goal setting. And so I was definitely excited to be able to meet him and talk with him. I didn't know him very long, actually, by the time that we did the interview, it had only been maybe a couple of weeks that we had interacted on a Facebook group specifically for Beyond the To-Do List, um, getting ready for the book launch. And so we were able to talk about the book and several things that were in that. And so he shared some insight. And here's another short clip from that episode. Be encouraged. You're trying to do great things. It's going to be hard. It's not... It's not an overnight process. Be encouraged, though. Be diligent and just stick with it. Take it day by day. Then in episode 31, we talked about four resources that help you create a balanced life. And so part of a better quality of life involves having a balance in life. And so something that we always need to work on because new things get introduced into our life. And so then we have to adjust and make uh, some changes as we go. And so um, I shared some resources there that can be able to help with that. And then in episode number 32, we talked about essential elements of a quality life, where I introduced the idea that I was going to put together an ebook. And I don't think I mentioned it in the podcast, but I was going to make it an audio book as well of uh, going back through kind of what we're doing in this episode. But get it more structured and in-depth as far as going back through the different things on the podcast and in the blog and sharing some things that I've been able to uh, gather through the last year or so of being able to do this and be able to gather the different insights from the different interviews and some of the other resources that I've been able to get. And so I was going to put that together. And so some essential elements of a quality life. In episode number 33, I got to talk to Dan Black as he was launching his book, The Leadership Mandate. And so in that episode, I was able to bring a little clip here again to be able to share with you. You know, I believe leadership is influence and everyone has influence on some level and to some degree. You know, it might just be with one person or it might be with a group of people, but we're all leaders and we all have leaders within us. And it's a call to action and it shows exactly why everyone's a leader, but then it gives them the practical tools to develop their leadership 
capacity. It talks about the 10 essential elements. And no matter who you are, if you read my book, I know you'll be impacted from it. And I think you'll uh, have a different, different viewpoint of what a leader is and what it takes to become one. And then the next episode was where I talked to Chris Licurdo again. And we talked about communication and personality styles. And so here's a short clip from that interview. So, Chris, uh, can you tell us why is communication so important? Well, it's in every aspect of our life. And when we talk about it, people are like, oh, I communicate fine. Really? Why do you have so many struggles in areas at work or with the family or wherever else? The reason is simple. Because we don't understand how to communicate the best we possibly can with the people we're communicating to or with. So, for an example, every people fly me around the country to teach this at events, at corporations, all kinds of stuff. And the thing that they there's one word that I that I hear all the time. They always say we did not realize how chaotic our communication was until we did this. Chaos is exactly it. But we don't know it because we don't know anything different. We just know that that's the way it is. We struggle with people at work. There are people at work that we don't like. There are leaders we don't like. There are team members we don't like. There are struggles that we have. They just don't get me. They don't understand this. We have a spouse that doesn't understand us. We have kids that we don't know how to get them to do things that we want them to do. All of these areas are because we're not communicating in a way that is beneficial to us and helpful to the other person. In episode 35, I talked to Dave Arnold um, for the first time. Uh, We had him again in um, episode number, double-checking here, 47. And so um, in episode number 35, we talked about overcoming displacement in your alley. And so he has a um, blog that covers the idea of being displaced in your alley. And the alley is kind of that place to where you have challenges and you're trying to make adjustments, you're trying to make it. And so um, trying to overcome difficulties. And so that's kind of his theme in that. And then in episode number 47, we had talked about his book that he was launching called It's Possible. And so, and being able to overcome the different things in your life, finding purpose and different things like that. Episode number 36 uh, was another reflective episode. Um, Just prior to that, I had, uh, my wife had lost our baby. Um, And so we weren't very far along, but it was still a traumatic event. And it allowed me an opportunity to be able to get some perspective um, from someone that was mourning a loss more so than I had um, previously. In episode number 37, I was able to talk to Jeff Brown, who is the host of the Read to Lead podcast. And so I was definitely excited to be able to talk with him and share some um, conversation. Um, Actually, even after the podcast, we talked for a little while after that. Um, And so some similarities and some of the things that we are pursuing. And so I was definitely excited to be able to talk to him. And here is a short clip from that episode as well. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that, uh, Josh. Um, I know I identify with you because for so long I saw reading as uh, homework or as a chore. And that was really uh, the few times when I read was when I had to for school or for college or whatever. But in, in my early 30s, I was fortunate enough to to work for a leader who brought business books, leadership and marketing and personal development type uh, books into the workplace. Uh, and it was, um, I don't know if I would say required reading, but we were highly encouraged to read. So I guess you could say that was homework too. But my eyes were open to a different um, genre of book, that being nonfiction. I hadn't really read much nonfiction in my uh, life up to that point, sadly. Uh, and so it really opened up to me all that was out there and just how um, much fun it could be learning a lot of new concepts. Now, that particular leader happened to, to say the phrase often, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, happened to say the phrase, you know, when you read five books on a subject, uh, on the same subject, you'll, you'll now be an expert in that subject because you'll know 
you'll know more than 80 or 90% of the population knows about that subject. And while technically that's true, you will know more than most people about that subject if you've read five books on it. Uh, it's not that simple. I mean, it still, it still requires uh, practice, lots of practice in those various disciplines and experience in applying many of those concepts to learn what works for you and what doesn't. So I'd like to say it's as simple as reading five books. That's, the, that's where you start. That's, that's the beginning of the process. And then it takes, again, the experience on top of that. In episode number 38, I talked to Mike Keeler about his uh, new um, blog and podcast that he was trying to get started there called Hold Donkey. And so he's had a, a couple rough spots there since then. And so, uh, but he shared a lot of great things there about his burden for um, husbands and fathers, specifically Christian husbands and fathers, and trying to reach out to them and try to create a community that was both spiritually based and very practical. And so uh, definitely have some great resources that are out there right now. And hopefully we'll get some new resources coming very soon. And so I'm going to be working with him, uh, trying to see what we can do there to try to bring that back up. Because I definitely share in that burden. In episode number 39, I shared about my ebook, Leave Nothing Undone. And so... I was definitely excited when that took place there just before Christmas. On uh, episode number 40, um, I talked to Tony DiLorenzo, and we talked about improving the intimacy in our marriage. And so uh, we shared some, uh, or he shared especially, um, some personal um, experiences and uh, f uh, failures and struggles that he's had. Um, and then he shared, uh, more importantly, how he was able to overcome those and how he's working through those today. And so I definitely love being able to have um, that conversation with him. Here's just a short clip from that episode as well. And what Elise and I have always said is that um, it's not the, the amount of time. It's the quality of time you're spending. So your time with God in prayer may only be a half hour a day. But it is very vibrant. It is alive. That time you spend with your spouse isn't going to equate to eight hours a day because they're probably off at work. But it is a quality time that is spent together over days, weeks, and months. And know, and them knowing that you do come before the kids. And the kids knowing that your spouse comes before them. And then episode number 41 was the most recent time that I talked with Mark Sievercrop, and that was when we were talking about his ebook launch, which was Project Success. And so, um, actually, I think at that point he hadn't quite launched it yet, uh, but he was getting pretty close. And it's definitely available now um, as an ebook, and so you can get that on Amazon. I would highly recommend that as well. In episode number 42, we talked about um, goals for this year, 2014, and I had chosen a phrase that would kind of help me to focus a little bit more on what I needed to do for this year. And so and that phrase was sharpen your axe. And so to help me be able to focus and to be able to get going on the things that I am doing and more specifically to be able to dive down deeper into those things so I can be able to fine tune the skills that I have to be able to do a little bit better job than I had done before. In episode number 43, I talked to Dave Jackson, who is of the school of podcasting. And so I was definitely excited to be able to talk with him in person. I've been listening to a number of his podcasts. And so I was finally glad that I was able to talk to him in person. And so we talked about um, a lot of things regarding podcasting. But outside of that, we have a lot of things that we can be able to learn from in his things. Um, and I like to take some different things and be able to apply it in different areas of my life. So I can hear about one topic, but I can see principles there that can be able to applied in other areas as well. 
And so one quote that he had, he was talking about the importance of why. And as he was talking about it, the importance of knowing why you want to start a podcast. But the principle applies for doing anything in our life. We have to understand the why. We need to know the why we are doing something. And so here's a short quote um, from that episode, which will also lead into an uh, the question later on that I'm going to be answering. That's the key one is is there's one thing to, to think I think it would be neat to have a podcast. But the first question I'm going to ask you is why? Why do you want to start a podcast? Because if you if you can't explain the why, you're never going to make it through the how. Because you're going to soon learn it, it takes about 27 steps to launch a podcast. Now, some of them are very easy, like picking a name. Well, it's the, you know, um, I'm Dave Jackson. I'll make one called Dave Jackson Show. That was easy. Okay, great. Now, am I going to have a, uh, is it just me solo or am I going to have a panel or whatever that is? So there are a lot of these little baby kind of decisions you need to make along the way. But the bottom line is you have to figure out why am I podcasting? Because if it's just because I think it'll be neato, that might get you there. But about the six or seven episode, when it's just taking you an hour to do a 15-minute podcast, you're like, man, this, this took a lot of work. You're probably going to get frustrated or, or you go, why am I not on the cover of Time mm-hmm. yet? <laughs> and, and I'm in iTunes. Why hasn't Oprah called? Uh, so it is kind of a long they, – they call it the long tail or a long burn uh, to, to kind of get your name out there. But that's why we say if you have a, a really strong passion to talk about something, then by all means, it will be easy to talk about. It won't take a lot of work. And uh, while you're – getting your name out there and starting to promote things. So yeah, come up with the why. Episode number 44, I had just recently seen It's a Wonderful Life. And so I had the thought that was going through my head there that came from George on there when he said that he wished he'd never been born. And so I shared some of my thoughts regarding that. Then in episode number 45, I talked to Kent Sanders again, um, and that's when we talked about um, writing. And so we shared several of the areas that we can do writing as far as like journaling and blogging, writing books, different things like that, and how they can apply to making our lives better. And so we definitely shared some good things there. And of course, I think that you know that I love doing that. Then episode number 46 I shared some things there about uniting your passion, competence, and marketability. And so some things that I was reflecting on myself and thought I'd share with everybody else as well. And so trying to find that sweet spot to be able to have satisfaction in your job. And so, and part of it may be that you are needing to find another job that would be able to fit those three categories. And so your passion, your competence, and your marketability. And so that would be able to lead to your highest job satisfaction, which then will increase the quality of your life. Then we already talked about episode 47 with um, Dave Arnold. So his book, It's Possible. And then in episode 48 was just a short episode trying to get some feedback for this episode. And so I was definitely thankful for the feedback I got and we'll be covering one of the questions that was submitted. And then last episode, episode 49, I talked with Henry Matlock when we talked about his book about creating ebook covers. And so I definitely was thrilled to be able to talk with him. And um, I was hoping that it would be a benefit to you. And so I hope you did enjoy that and be able to get that information there. And so I know some of you um, are thinking about writing an ebook or maybe are in the process of doing that. And maybe you're looking at the possibility of doing your own cover. And so that could be a help to you if you happen to miss that episode. And then also I do plan on uh, utilizing that resource for my Uh, business as well to try to promote um, to my clients and uh, potential clients uh, some of the things that that can be able to benefit to them. So that leads us now to episode 50. And so when I was originally planning on going through and playing some of the clips, I didn't think I was going to come up with as many as I did. But here we are. And I do think that they are very great quotes. 
um, that we were able to get from those people. And so definitely very thankful for each and every person that has been on this podcast with me to be able to make this a success so, uh, so far. And so I do have to say that this podcast doesn't get huge numbers as far as downloads, but that's okay. And so I'm not doing this for the numbers, which actually leads us then to the question that was submitted by a person that is a listener and a follower of the blog. So thank you to Joshua Kearns for submitting this question. He said, I'd be interested to hear about how and why you got started in podcasting, how you feel the last year has been going with podcasting, and if it gave, if given the chance to do it all over again, would you? I'm gearing up to start my own podcast, and I'd like to hear your thoughts. Now, to be honest, I didn't write down an elaborate explanation or anything like that, but as far as why I got started, and so again, going back to that question or that admonition from Dave Jackson as to knowing why. And so uh, the reason I started podcasting is, um, first of all, is I believe that it was a good extension of what I was already doing with blogging. And so I, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts for um, a while before I started my podcast. So probably about a year to a year and a half that I've been listening to a podcast. And so um, I've been hearing that. And so it was a lot of great content. And there's a lot of times that I can get stuff through a podcast that I couldn't get as well through a blog post. One reason is because I was not always at my computer to where I could be able to do that. And so listening to podcasts, I could do that in the car while I'm driving. Um, there's times when I'm able to listen to podcasts at my job. And so while I'm doing certain tasks, uh, tasks I'm able to um, do some listening as well. And so, and actually right now, I listen to a lot of podcasts. And so um, my schedule is in such a way now that I have, I think, 42 or it might be a little bit more now, 42 podcasts that I'm subscribed to. And I am caught up on all of them except for maybe a couple of them that are daily podcasts that I might be a little bit behind on. But other than that, I am completely caught up on them and I've been caught up on them for a while. And so um, and so as I kind of get caught up, I sometimes branch out and try to find something new. And so I'm, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, and so that's something I wouldn't be able to do with blog posts as much because I don't have the time to just sit there at a computer and be able to read that many different blog posts. And so um, I do probably 10 to 15 blog posts that I'm subscribed to. And so, um, and then there's a couple others that I try to follow loosely at least. And so I wish I had time to be able to do more. Um, but I'm at least um, trying to follow those ones the best I can. And I'm starting to try to leave comments and interact a little bit more on those blogs, try to be a little bit more involved than I had been the last several months. But anyway, so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start podcasting, because I could see the benefit of trying to reach out to more people and be able to expand the reach with the people that may have started following the blog, but maybe couldn't keep up regularly and a podcast could have been a good option for them. And so, and I can tell you by looking at my numbers that I get more downloads per, uh, per episode on my podcast than I do for any one of my blog posts. And so, um, and so I do better with that. And so again, I'm not getting stellar numbers, uh, but hopefully that will continue to grow. And so when I um, came, let's see, back in July, August, September, that time frame was probably the height of my my downloads. And so the number of people that were um, downloading the episodes and listening. 
And so I was getting close to 90 or 100 for each episode. And then I had to kind of cut back a little bit. And during that time that I cut back, my numbers had dropped um, drastically down to about 30 or 40. But now here the last um, two, three months, I picked it back up and going regular. And the numbers have started coming back up again. And I'm seeing numbers like 70, 75, somewhere in that range for um, the last several episodes. And so I'm definitely excited to be able to see uh, that uh, there are more people finding and listening to this. And so with that, hopefully, if you've made it this far, you are enjoying the podcast. And so I would definitely make a um, request that you share this on your social networks. And so because I would love for this podcast to be able to get some uh, more publicity, be able to get found in more places by more people. And so I would definitely appreciate that. And I think that it would be a great benefit for other people to be able to get the content that I am bringing. And so if you could be able to share that, I would definitely appreciate that. Of course, if you go to the show notes, which is uh, simpleliving.us forward slash 50 or 050. And so simpleliving.us forward slash 050. That'll take you to the show notes. And there I'm going to have... Um, some easy ways for you to be able to share on social uh, media there. And so especially Facebook and Twitter. And so those are the big ones that I'm involved in more than anything. Uh, but the, you can also take take it and copy and paste it for other things as well. And so I definitely appreciate that. Um, and so that'll let me know, first of all, that you really appreciate the content that we're providing, but then also... Um, helps other people to be able to find it as well. Along with that, I would definitely love to be able to have some more uh, reviews on iTunes. And so I had taken a little while away from checking the iTunes regularly for things like that. And when I happened to check that here last week, I think it was, I happened to see that I had two new reviews on there. So I was definitely excited about that. And so I'll go ahead and share those to be able to give thanks to those that left those review. So the first one is from Guitar Prof, I guess Guitar Professor, uh, 2004. And he said, Joshua has done a great job with this podcast. He consistently has great guests, asks great questions, and prevents information that's practical and relevant for uh, to your life. Definitely check it out. So thank you very much for that five-star review. And then also Joshua Kearns, who submitted this question, which I just realized I never completely finished answering. But anyway, Joshua Kearns says Joshua does an excellent job getting some of the most influential people from all aspects of life onto his podcast with interviews from John Acuff, Michael Hyatt, which I actually haven't had Michael Hyatt yet, but hopefully I will be able to get him in the future. Um, Dan Miller and many more. These interviews really give a glimpse into daily lives and the importance that faith has in leading quality daily life. This is a must-listen-to podcast for the insights and interviewees. And so, definitely very thankful for those five-star reviews. And so, if you would, just take a couple minutes, be able to help uh, the podcast out and be able to leave a review there for me. You can go to simpleliving.us forward slash iTunes, and that'll be a link there that'll take you to that to where you can be able to leave a review there. So I would definitely appreciate that. It helps the show to become a lot more visible on iTunes so that people that are searching and looking for this, and so especially in the self-help category, which this is categorized under, which, um, which maybe you can give me some feedback if you think it should be in a different category. Um, you can let me know that, but anyway, um, so Back to the question that Joshua had submitted to us. And so he asked why. And so the first reason was because I can see the potential of being able to reach other people. Another reason was that it scared me to death. And so, yes, it scared me to death. I was afraid of getting behind a microphone and talking and speaking 
And so if you go back and listen to some of the first episodes, especially the first two or three, I did not edit. And as a result, there are a lot of ums through there. And so I still say it a little bit, but it is nothing like it was back then. And then I went through about 10 or 12 or 15 episodes where I went through and I edited out as many of them as I could, and it took me a long time. And so through the process, I started really working on trying to minimize the number of ums that I was saying, and I've gotten better, but I do find that I kind of slack off, and I tend to say some ums and ahs there a few times here and there. And so again, one of those things that I need to work on, and I need to be more conscious of more than anything. And so then he said, how did you get started in podcasting? And so he said, how and why? And so I think for the how, I'm probably going to have to say that for another episode. Um, But if you want to take a look, I have a resource page that is available. If you go to qualitylivingmadesimple.com forward slash resources, or if you just go to the website there, there's a tab on the top for resources. And that has a tab of the different resources that I use and that I promote. And so uh, that would be something to do in the meantime. Uh, But I will go ahead and put this um, as a note for a future podcast episode um, to be able to share how a little bit more. And so I've shared a little bit in previous episodes, um, but I'll share just a little bit more. Um, Maybe not an entire episode. I'm not sure yet how I'm going to structure that. And so then he says, how do you feel the last year has been going with podcasting? Um, I kind of shared a little bit there as far as the numbers. And so when I started, I was uh, barely in the double digits. Uh, So the first episode got a little bit there right at the beginning, um, just from people um, trying it out and giving me some feedback. But the numbers had died down to uh, about 15 or 20. And it stayed there for several episodes and it slowly grew. And then as we got to the summer, of 2013 it started to grow some more then especially as I got um, some of those interviews with like uh, Pat Flynn John Acuff and uh, some of those others there in the middle there my mind is going blank and so uh, the numbers started to grow some more um, until we got to the August September time frame when I was nearing 100 and then it kind of dived off again as um, I was a little more inconsistent And then it's been growing again. And so overall, I would say it's been going well. And so I haven't seen numbers in the hundreds or thousands or anything like that. But I'm okay with that for this point. And so eventually I would like to be able to grow and being able to expand the reach. But uh, for now, I'm definitely glad for what that is. And then he asked if given a chance to do it all over again, would I? Yes, absolutely. And so I am a big proponent of doing podcasting. And so, I mean, of course, it goes back to, again, as Dave Jackson said, you need to have the why. And so you need to be able to have that why behind you if you're going to do a podcasting. So not just to do it for fun, not just the, hey, let's try this out, but to have a definite purpose, to have a why, and to be able to have that as a guiding factor. And so I would do it again. In fact, I am contemplating what to do next because I have another idea that I want to do, but I know I don't have time for it. And so I'm still having to work out some details because I want to start a podcast that focuses more on what my business is that I'm starting or that I have started regarding web design and development. And so I wanted to do something a little more centered around that because I really do believe that it's a good way to be able to grow uh, your audience and your influence to be able to grow your abilities and so kind of establish credibility. And so I definitely want to do that in the area of my web development. And so I definitely feel that there are a lot of things that I can be able to share, even though there's a lot of resources out there already. And so I think there's um, some things that I can be able to share in addition to what's already out there. And so I'm not going to share too much, but if you're interested, 
You can uh, send me an email, feedback at qualitylivingmadesimple.com, or you can even go to the show notes and leave a note down there, and we can have a little conversation there as well. And so I'll probably be sharing some more in the future as well as I see um, how it's going to be able to develop. And so, yes, I would do it again. And so, um, so Joshua, as you are gearing up to start your own, um, I would definitely uh, like to reach out. If you have any questions, you can definitely reach out to me again and maybe we can talk. And so I do have some other resources that there's something that I'm not able to help you with. And so, um, as we, as I had that interview with Dave Jackson, I would definitely recommend, um, him and the school of podcasting as well. And so, uh, that would go for any of you that may be considering starting a podcast as well. I do know that John Stolpe, um, another faithful follower, um, has, um, intent of starting a podcast or at least the thought of starting a podcast. And so, on that episode with Dave Jackson, um, he was giving away a free month at the School of Podcasting, and uh, John Stolpe was the winner of that. I don't remember if I actually announced that on the podcast. I haven't announced all the winners to the different competitions that we've had, and perhaps I should do that um, to kind of um, stimulate the growth of future things there. But anyway, so he had won that free month of the School of Podcasting. And so, um, so John, um, if you're listening to this, which I would assume that you would, um, would you go ahead and reach out to me again? I'll probably try to send you an email as well, um, just to kind of see how you're coming with that um, idea of doing a podcast. And if there's anything else that I can do to be able to help you, I'd love to be able to do that. And so, anyway... Um, if there's any of you as well that would be interested in getting some help or more information about that, just let me know and I can try to hook you up with more information. And I think that's about the major things that I was wanting to cover in this episode. I am definitely, again, very thankful for each and every one that has taken the time to listen to these podcasts and especially this episode as we are about double the normal length. And so I would apologize, but one thing I hear Dave Jackson say is that there is never too long, only too boring. So I would say if you're listening to this point that it has not been too boring. And so I would definitely encourage, again, if you can share this with your social circles. And uh, again, there's going to be some easy links to be able to do that on the um, show notes, which you can get at simpleliving.us forward slash zero five zero. And so definitely again, thank you. And we look forward to talking with you again and God bless. Thank you for listening to the quality living made simple podcast. Please take a moment to share this with your social circles. Also go to simple living.us forward slash iTunes to leave a review on iTunes. Now go and create the quality of life you deserve. Simple, 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 simple.